This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We have found ourselves in a scary situation. Failure to meet your daily quota will result in a punishment. And we're looking back on a crime that shook the nation. I think we all recognized pieces of ourselves in this story. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, October 9th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Did this weekend's number one movie possess you to go to theaters? The Exorcist Believer debuted in the top spot, earning $27.2 million. The sequel to William Friedkin's horror classic was directed by David Gordon Green and stars Leslie Odom Jr. and star of the original Ellen Burstyn. In second place is last weekend's winner, Paul Patrol, The Mighty Movie. It made another $11.8 million. Saul 10 is in third with $8.2 million. The creator landed in fourth with $6.1 million. And rounding out the top five is The Blind with almost $4 million. By the way, the original Hocus Pocus is back in theaters for its 30th anniversary. It made enough money to land in 10th place with $1.5 million. Someone who you may not see either in movies or at the movies in the near future is Jessica Lange. The actress says she doesn't think she'll be doing the job for much longer if Hollywood continues to prioritize money over material. The Oscar, Emmy, and Tony-winning actress who rose to fame in 1976's King Kong remake recently told The Telegraph that she's considering retirement and is going to, quote, start phasing out of filmmaking now that creativity is second to corporate profits. The emphasis becomes not on the art or the artist or the storytelling. It becomes about satisfying your stockholders. It diminishes the artist and the art of filmmaking. These days, she added, it's become increasingly rare to find what she calls wonderful films by really great filmmakers with solid stories and great characters. As a result, she has no desire to see 90% of what's currently in theaters. And did you miss her last week? Vanna White is back on Wheel of Fortune tonight after missing a week's worth of tapings in August because she had COVID. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Because today is Indigenous Peoples Day, our number three pick is the documentary Lakota Nation versus United States. Now, the film dissects the systemic colonization of indigenous lands in the U.S. with a particular focus on the Black Hills, a sacred place for the Lakota people. From the Indian Wars of the 1800s through broken treaties that took land from the Lakota, the documentary digs deep into an important thread of American history that is still unfolding today. Here's the trailer. I want to tell you about the Sioux uprising, but I don't know where to begin. At the center of all the treaties the Lakota have signed with the United States government 
is the Black Hills. X marks an agreement. Most tribes have treaties with the federal government, and they're all under the War Department. And another X marks this land as ours. This is our Mecca, the most sacred place in the world. That's why the Black Hills are not for sale, because we're not for sale. When they illegally took the land from our people, it wasn't just the land itself that was taken. It was part of a process to colonize us. If you can make the people suffer by destroying their economic system and their languages and their culture, then you can try to conquer a people. As an indigenous person, as someone who comes from this land, I'm just trying to exist. Our work here is not just about reclaiming land, but reclaiming power. We are Lakota, Lakota and Lakota. We're the last of the fighters. We held on for so long and continue to hold on. Well, written and directed by acclaimed Oglala poet Laylee Long Soldier, Lakota Nation versus United States is a powerful film that tells a history of the Americas not told often enough. It is available to stream now on AMC Plus and to rent on various digital platforms. Trivia. It's trivia time. The Academy Awards have a history of giving an overwhelming number of nominations and awards to white and male artists, something that took center stage in 2015 during the Oscar So White campaign. But in 2019, an indigenous artist received for the first time ever an honorary Oscar. Who received it? Taika Waititi, Buffy St. Marie, or Wes Studi? Stick around for the answer. Number two. The Matthew Shepard story, an American hate crime, is our number two pick today. 25 years after his death, this documentary re-examines the devastating murder of Shepard, who was tortured and left for dead in Wyoming simply because he was gay. Here's the trailer. It was a gruesome discovery at this fence. A gay man, barely alive tonight. I think we all recognized pieces of ourselves in this story. At 12.53 a.m. this morning, Matthew Shepard died. I was devastated by Matthew's death. My soul ached. It reminded me how much hate there is out there. Yes, you stop. Oh, yeah. Though, obviously, you don't like gay people. Matt's murder changed everything. Matt's death was a rallying point. People were angry, viscerally angry about what was happening. We must defeat hate. What happened to Matthew Shepard is undeniably wicked and disgusting. This violence is commonplace. That teaches our queer youth to be terrified. But we need in this moment when it's hard to get motivated to fight all over again, to remember who this young man was, who was so brutally murdered because he was gay. Well, Shepard's tragic death captured the attention of the country, inspiring thousands to stand up against hate. 
The Matthew Shepard Story, an American hate crime, airs tonight at 9 on Investigation Discovery. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch? We'll be right back. Hey, folks, it's Hunter Lewis, editor-in-chief of Food & Wine. This fall, we're launching the new Food & Wine Classic in Charleston with our partners at Southern Living Travel and Leisure, and we want to see you there. This incredible three-day culinary experience will showcase the hospitality, food, drinks, and culture of one of our favorite cities in the country. Join us September 27th to 29th to learn more from iconic chefs, share a glass with innovative wine experts, and get to know Charleston with one-of-a-kind experiences curated by the experts at Food & Wine, Southern Living, and Travel and Leisure. Tickets are on sale now at foodandwine.com forward slash Charleston Classic. That's foodandwine.com forward slash Charleston Classic. See you down in Charleston. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history saw the premiere of a classic horror movie. Or is it a classic Christmas movie? The Nightmare Before Christmas started a limited run in theaters on October 13th, 1993. Unlike this year, October 13th was not a Friday the 13th in 1993, but the film nonetheless quickly became a holiday staple. Though whether it's a staple of Halloween or Christmas is up for debate. The movie is available to stream on Disney Plus and to rent or buy on digital platforms. Today's number one pick is really a grind. The new horror movie The Mill is set in the near future and centers on a man named Joe, played by Lorel Howery, who works for a mega corporation called Mallard. Joe is devoted to his family and he's a rising star at the company, but one day he wakes up to find himself in an open prison cell with no memory of how he got there. Turns out, Mallard has signed up our hero for what it calls advanced career training, which means he has to spend his days pushing a giant mechanical device, a mill, or face, quote, termination, unquote. Here's a preview. Hello, Joe. Let's discuss your new job. What job? I got a wife, and she's pregnant. Please let me go. At Mallard, your work consists of pushing the mill. Failure to meet your daily quota will result in a punishment. The employee with the fewest points will be terminated. Gotta say, this sounds like it merits a call to HR. Now, you might know Howery, by the way, for playing the TSA agent Rod in Get Out. You're gonna have to check out The Mill to see if he gets out of his training alive. The movie is streaming now on Hulu. And finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. Which indigenous artist was the first to receive an honorary Oscar in 2019? Taika Waititi, Buffy St. Marie, or Wes Studi? 
The Oscar goes to the great Wes Studi. The veteran actor has appeared in dozens and dozens of films and shows, including Penny Dreadful, Reservation Dogs, and Hell on Wheels. He's also had prominent roles in films such as Dances with Wolves, The Last of the Mohicans, The New World, and Street Fighter. As for the other two people I mentioned, well, they have both won Oscars themselves. Taika Waititi's Jojo Rabbit won Best Adapted Screenplay in the same year as Studi's honorary accolade. Meanwhile, Buffy St. Marie was the first indigenous artist to win an Oscar. She took home hardware in 1983 for the song Up Where We Belong from the film An Officer and a Gentleman. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Clark Collis, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio. Produced by Ashley Boucher and Alamin Johannes. And hosted and produced by Jared Hall. One, two, watch. <laughs>